This is the Aligned Athlete Podcast, the place for basketball players who are looking to unlock their limitless potential on and off the court by tapping into their mindset, habits, and lifestyle design. If this sounds like your kind of thing, come and hang out with me. I'm your host, Dr. Rosie Mead, mental performance coach to some of the top basketball players. Make sure you connect with me. You can find me on all social channels at Dr. Rosie Mead. But for now, let's head into today's episode. Hi, hope you're good. Happy Thanksgiving to those of us that are celebrating it. Today, I'm moving on from yesterday's episode where I was talking about the importance of being an observer of your thoughts. So hopefully yesterday you went away, spent you know some time like just during the day noticing your thoughts, noticing what you say to yourself, your beliefs, you know, that self-talk. It's so, so important to start with that, literally just taking a step back, being that observer of your thoughts. Now, today I'm going to talk about what to do with that, because it's one thing to notice your thoughts, but it's almost pointless if we're then not going to do anything with it. If we're just going to go in with a kind of fixed mindset of, okay, this is what I say to myself. This is what I believe. You know, that's just always been the case. Nothing can change, which, you know, I'll be honest, that's quite easy for our brain to go to that, you know, this just is how it is. And I hear that with clients as well you know, coming and saying, these are, you know, the stories that I hold, this is what I've always said to myself, when I, I don't know, when I get to the free throw line, you know, playing at home, or if you've got a particular environment where you're like, every time I get to the free throw line, I choke, you know, if that's the story that you've held on to, it can be really easy for our brain, because our brain likes comfort, to just hold on to that, and think, you know, but this is how it's always been, it sucks, it's not how I want things to be, but it's, it just is, you know, that's a real fixed mindset. So what we then need to do, rather than just accepting that this is just how it is, we then need to look at how we can actually shift that, how we can reframe it into something that's more supportive for us, that's more conducive to actually helping us to get to where we want to go, rather than just accepting this is how it is, this is how I always talk to myself, it just is. And once again, you know, it's something that I say time and time again, I feel like a broken record with this, but we get to be in the driver's seat. So we get to shift how we think. And when we shift how we think, we shift how we feel, which shifts our actions. And I know I keep saying that, but thoughts, feelings, actions, just keep, keep that stuff in your mind. So for example, I was coaching someone this week, we were talking about social media and we were saying how, you know, for them, when they go onto social media, when they see other people putting out posts, it's the story they tell themselves is this is a reminder that I'm not where I want to be. And there were feelings associated with that. You know, when you tell yourself something like that, this is seeing someone post on social media, this is a reminder that I'm not where I want to be. Then the feelings that come from that tend to be jealousy, envy, the action might be that actually it's inaction because it's almost like, well, what's the point in trying? They're already where I want to be. I've been putting in the effort and I haven't got there. So what's the point in trying? And therefore, you know what the result is going to be from that kind of inaction. If we can then shift that thinking, you know, let's go to social media. If we're, and this is what I did with the client, if we're then seeing people showing up on socials, putting stuff out, you know, they're in the place where we want to be, Instead of telling our mind something like, you know, 
like hate them (laughs) they're where I want to be I'm not where I want to be you know I'm impatient like is this ever going to happen for me you know getting into that kind of spiral it's a pity party and you decide whether you go there or not um instead of saying that stuff to yourself how about if you reframed it into something like thank you universe or god for showing me what's possible you know this is just a sign that if this person can do it i can do it too and thank you for showing me that this is possible for me and take it as inspiration use that then as fuel to take action. So all of a sudden you've shifted your thinking into, I'm really celebrating seeing that person who is exactly where I wanna be, I'm inspired by them. Then that shifts your feeling out of like envy or jealousy into something that's, you know, maybe you feel empowered, maybe you feel inspired and then you're more likely to take action. So you're gonna move out of that kind of inaction that might come from jealousy or envy into taking action to focus on what you can control, to focus on consistent habits, to focus on showing up as the person that you wanna be, you know, stepping into that energy. And I've had really big conversations around this with clients this week. Then you start to see that the the outcome, you know, you're more likely to get to where you want to be because you're taking consistent and persistent action that's inspired by your thoughts. So, you know, that's just one example. There are lots of different ways that you you can reframe negative thinking, but it starts with being that observer of your thoughts and then, yeah, being able to consciously shift your thinking into something that's actually gonna support you. So say, for example, you've got the thought of, you know, every time I get to the free throw line at home, I choke, I rush through it, I always miss it, whatever it is. Was that's going to happen, that becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy because it's a story you've told yourself. So although it's not what you want to happen, because you've told yourself this is what happens, it just does because our, again, thoughts, feelings, actions is how we show up. If you then reframed it to, I put in the work, I put in the effort, this is no big deal. Playing at home is no different to playing anywhere else because I have that with a lot of clients that say, so much easier for me to play away, the pressure's off, the pressure's really on when I'm playing at home. Um, You know, if you suddenly start to shift, like reframe your thinking around that to it's no different, I am in control of my thoughts, in control of my actions, I'm present, I'm here in the moment, whatever it is, you know, I'm prepared for this. Um, we also accept that failures, you know, we're going to miss shots. You just accept that that's all part of the process. We're not going to make a hundred percent of the shots you take. Um, then, you know, again, just reframing that thinking so that then when you do show up on the court, you've already embedded this in your brain. That becomes the default rather than the other kind of limiting beliefs that we've held on to. So from a neuroscience perspective, if you reframe your thoughts, you know, literally shift your thinking, be conscious about what you're saying to yourself, you actually rewire your brain. So this is a fascinating thing, is that you can at any time rewire your brain, you can create new neural pathways through shifting this thinking. Now all of a sudden that becomes the default. So That's the next bit in this step of, you know, being an observer of your thoughts and then being able to reframe it. But also the work never ends. 
a client asked me this um, this week is that, you know, do you get to a point where you're just like, I've changed my thinking, I have total self-belief, like everything's all good. And no, <laughs> the answer is no, because we're constantly doing this work. And, you know, I do this all the time. And as we up level, we find new beliefs that will come in or we notice an old belief that we thought that we'd released and all of a sudden something's triggered us. But by being more and more aware of the thoughts that we say to ourselves, we can then reframe it. We remind ourselves that we get to be in control. So if a limiting belief comes in, a negative, you know, negative self-talk comes in, we don't beat ourselves up because it's human that we have those thoughts. And we know that we're in total control of shifting this. And so what happens is when these thoughts come in, rather than, you know, maybe before or without doing this work, it's really easy to go down that spiral and you get kind of stuck there. You know, that's like the mind drama and we just spin out in mind drama. We then are able to notice the thought, recognise the thought, reframe it, and then we're able to come out of that mind drama so much quicker and back into action because that's what we want. We don't want to be stuck here in the mind drama. We don't want to be stuck in our head. We want to be able to shift out of it so that we can take action to get to where we want to be, get to where we want to go. Yes, is someone saying, yeah, mind is 70% of basketball. It is. And I think, you know, we're told this, I mean, the figure ranges from like 70 to 90%. Um, but we're often not told like what to do with that information. So yeah, you know, we see memes and posts going out about, you know, how important the mental aspect is of the game, but we're often not told the bit in between, you know, what you need to do. And all of this work is off the court. You know, you want to be able to be on the court and not in your head. You're not even noticing the thoughts or reframing it. You're just in flow, in the zone, able to just do your thing without overthinking it. But in order to get to that state, you've got to do this work off the court. So hopefully this was useful. Again, if you've got any questions, you want to go through things, you know, if there's a thought and you're not quite sure how to reframe it, you know, always feel free to drop me a message. I absolutely love this work and being able to, to share this with you. So I hope, like I said, anyone that's celebrating Thanksgiving, because I know most of you on here are American or over in the US, I hope that you're having a great, or yeah, while I record this, this is really early. When you watch this, I hope that you have a great day and I will catch you tomorrow. Have a good one. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you liked it, why not share it with three friends? Don't forget to connect with me. You can find me on all social channels at Dr. Rosie Mead.